So yeah, the draft has been happening. Yeah. Did you know it was happening? Yeah, because you told me. I told you after I'd watched it. <laughs> no, you told me before, so I could watch oh, it. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, did you watch it? No. No, but fair enough. I'm going to blame Charlotte. Because Thursday was the interesting day, right? The most interesting. That's where like the first round was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I could have watched it because I finished work at like half eleven, so I could have got home mm, and watched yeah. it because it started. Didn't you say it started like twelve or one? Yeah, something like that. So I could have watched it, but she was asleep at my house, so it's all her fault. Ah. So when you next year, you can blame her for me not knowing yeah, anything. I'll break open with that. Yeah, so it's all your fault. <laughs> Why were you asleep on twenty seventh of April? Where was I? I wouldn't tell her about this either. She'll be so confused. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I didn't watch it on Thursday night because I worked the next day. Um, Sorry, but I did like job. Someone's got a job. <laughs> I I did like on Friday. I had my phone. Like, I turned the internet off on my phone. And yeah, so no updates. No updates at all. And then got home from work. That's why I couldn't call you. Watched it. No internet. You can still call me. I was really unwell. I needed <laughs> help. I called you a messenger. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I'm removing you, you as my emergency contact now. Die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you watch. So on Friday, you basically watched double then, if you watched a Thursday, and then you watched the Friday bit as well. I didn't stay up on Friday either. Oh, so you had no internet for days? Well, no. So I had, obviously, no internet, and then I watched the draft on Friday. Obviously, we'll talk about the draft itself. Yeah. Um, I just want to... then... I don't want to talk about the draft. I want to get into when you have and not had internet in your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do an episode on that. So no internet all day Friday. <laughs> um, but then, because the I watched it when I got home, which was at like four, I finished early on Friday. So um, I'd finished watching it by eight. So then I could turn the internet on. Treat um, yourself. Treat myself. Bit of internet. Bit of Twitter. Um, and then, yeah. And then got up early on Saturday and watched like a bit in the morning before I went out, and then a bit later on in the morning when I came back. Um, you were just trying to get in that you've gone out on the weekend. I did, well, I say went out. I went out by myself for a run. For a <laughs> run, okay. For a run's better, though, than, like, you saying, like, uh, grocery shopping. <laughs> yeah. I bought yeah, supplies. Too. We did go grocery shopping after. Wow. Um, he had a big day. Big day, big day. Um, so was it three days? So it was three days. So yeah, I watched first, first round on Friday, on Friday, just to recap. First round on Friday, <laughs> which happened on Thursday night. The second and third round are on Friday night. So I watched on Saturday morning. This is right. Yeah. And then the uh, fourth round, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh happen on Saturday, well, daytime in America. So kind of like late afternoon into the evening, into the nighttime here. And I watched some of that yesterday, and then it got pretty late. And when it gets late in the draft, it can be pretty boring. So I've not 
watched. I didn't watch all of it, but uh, obviously, I don't know who does. The, um, the first round and like the, the early rounds are the more interesting ones. Yes, definitely. Do does it speed up when it gets to late rounds, or does it go at the exact same pace? And that is a good question. It does speed up. Okay, um, that's good because otherwise I'd be like, there's no way you'd want to watch rounds like four, five, six, and seven. Yeah. So but I guess there's less swapping and stuff because people just don't really care, or maybe the swaps have already happened. No, there's still trades. Um, oh. So, but so for the first round, um, the commissioner starts it by saying, you know, doing a little speech, and then when the, the draft officially starts. Um, the first team, which were Carolina, have 10 minutes to make their pick. And then when they made their pick, the clock starts for the next team. It's 10 minutes. Uh, um, okay. But in the second round, it's like seven minutes, I think. And then in the third and beyond, it's five minutes. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like, surely you don't need very long, though. Well, I guess like there's some decision making like you don't know if mm. a person before goes for X, I want Y. But if he goes for Y, then I'll have X. But yeah, well, there's that. But also, like if you're th- if you're looking at like trading your pick, the person, the team coming up to trade, might only want to trade with you if the per- if the player they want is still there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like. You know, the Rams might want to trade up to get a quarterback. So if, and then if the team before, the team they're trading with takes that quarterback, then they're not going to want to trade anymore. Yeah. So if I'm got, if I'm Eagles and I've got 10 minutes to make my pick. Yep. Could have worked with any team, but I just wanted to be Eagles. Um, mm-hmm. Can I trade within the 10 minutes to get rid of my pick? Or is it once I've got it too late? No, so within that 10 minutes, that's when you would trade it. So in theory, you could watch Eagles have the pick for like nine minutes and then they trade it to 49ers. And then mm-hmm. they could have the pick for nine minutes and then they could trade it to Rams. And um, they could have the pick for nine minutes. And then it's like halfway through the season and we've still not done a draft. <laughs> <laughs> I realise that wouldn't happen. But like, there's no... There's nothing in place to stop um, that. It's just there's no reason how, to keep trading. I don't know how the clock works. Um, to start with, I don't know if you can trade it and then trade it again like in the same... Oh, you reckon? Well, so that's the first thing. I don't know if you can trade it, like get it in a trade, and then trade it out again. Um, okay. That might be against the rules, but it might not be against the rules, but it might be that the clock doesn't like reset when you trade it. So if you trade for it, you need to know who your guy is yeah. to make the selection in time, I think. Yeah, okay. That's um, cool. But the answer to the question, what happens if you don't make your selection in time? I don't know. I yeah, think true. They can't just... I think it might, like, the next team might get a select. And then it like, goes back ready. to you. So it's like, well, whoever's next... Like, yeah. like, whoever gets their card in next, like, with the pick on, gets the next pick. So, if it's the team after, if they've already submitted their thing... Yes, yeah, so you could potentially you know, lose the player you want if you're too slow. 
Yeah, I next think, team I think, if they wanted the same guy. Because mm. I think Philly did that um, in this draft, but they did it sort of. They knew they could do it because they had two picks in a row. Right, so okay. I think like they did submit the first one in time, but then it's like they were just on the clock again for their second one, and then they submitted them both. Okay. Um. But yeah, I never really thought about what happens if we don't make your pick in time. So, question. Yeah. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about it in a specific order, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Who okay. went number one? Okay. Um, Bryce Young. Bryce, okay. I've heard his name because you must have said he's probably going to go early. Yes. So, there was um, obviously a lot of talk about who was going to go, particularly one and two. Carolina and the Texans, if we can one or two, both definitely need a quarterback. And, yeah, for a long time, it was like, is it going to be Bryce Young? Is it going to be CJ Stroud? But then for the last, like, month or so, people have been fairly confident that it's going to be Bryce Young. Okay. And was did CJ go second? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so this is a... Okay. Who did so you say was weird, first? Yeah. You said Texans were second. Who was first pick? Carolina. Okay. They traded up uh, to get the number one pick. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the Texans... Okay, the Texans are interesting because they had the number two pick. So everyone assumed they would take... Well, for a while, they were like, well, they'll take Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, whoever doesn't get one. And then there were rumours that CJ Stroud would not go number two, that they'd pick a different quarterback. Do they have a name for said different quarterback, or was there a couple well, in circulation? Yeah, so basically, basically, there was four quarterbacks that people thought would could go, anyway, could go in the top five. Any four of them: um, Bryce okay. Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and Will Levis. Um, so it's like, oh well, they could take, and you know, Anthony Richardson instead, Levis. And then in the last kind of couple of weeks, there were a lot of rumors that the Texans weren't going to take a quarterback at two. Okay. They, Where did know, that come from, if they needed a quarterback? Well, I don't know. I so high in the draft. It does seem mad. Um, but their new head coach is a defensive head coach. Therefore, um, maybe he's a bit biased and wants to... Yeah, and like there are some good defensive players at the top of the draft as well. So they were like, oh, like a lot of people had mocked defensive players at two. Um, but then this is where the Texans, smart. Well, <laughs> maybe smart, maybe not. We'll see how it works out. So with their second pick, well, with the second pick, they select CJ Stroud. Yeah. And then sitting in third were Arizona. Um, and what Houston did is they traded their 12th pick. They had a pick at twelve. Yeah. 12, they traded that with Arizona to get the third pick as well. So did they get quarterback and a really good defense? Yes. That's yes. going to be they... my next question, which is going to be when when was the first non-quarterback chosen? At three. At three, Bryce yeah. Bryce was Anderson already chosen Jr. a quarterback. Yeah. What position is he? Um, he's, I mean, on draft day, they're listed as edge which is, I think it just means defensive end. Okay. Um, I think they put edge so slightly less be like a specific. linebacker who rushes off the edge. 
But yeah, so that was quite exciting because after two, well, from two onwards, people didn't really know what was going to happen. And obviously there's a big knock-on effect to other teams, especially with the, in the quarterback market. Yeah. Like if they take Stroud, if they don't take anyone, and then it's like, well, who's going to, because Arizona at three were not going to take a quarterback. So it's like, well, do they just take a defensive player? Do they trade out of it? And if they trade out of it, who do they trade out of it with? Is it for someone that wants a quarterback? No, it's for someone that wants. Oh, my God. It was defense. very exciting. Okay, cool. Who was um, like four and five, and then they go for quarterbacks? So, um, yes and no. So, Indianapolis were four. Yeah. Um, who needed a quarterback, and everyone kind of thought they'd take one, and they took Anthony Richardson. Okay. Who we've spoken about at length. Um, He's the guy that can jump good. Yeah, he did really well at the Combine. Yeah. Um, but only started 13 games in college. Yeah, um, so he's like crazy, crazy fit, but not necessarily. Yeah. I guess the worry is that maybe he doesn't have the best game sense yet. Yeah. I think a lot of people think it'll be a bit of a learning curve. And he's probably more of a gamble than like someone like Bryce Young would be. Um, but potentially with a gamble, but, could pay off huge. Yeah. Yeah, the terminology they use is like high ceiling. Like he could be, you know. Yeah, because if he gets his thing. game sense in and he's that fit, and they don't even need a running back, throw it to him. No. He'd just <laughs> jump over everyone. <laughs> he doesn't need to be strong, he just jump high. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that was that. So, obviously, then by four, you've got three quarterbacks off the, off the board. Yeah. And then coming up, you've got teams that don't necessarily need a quarterback, but could have taken one. So you have Seattle, uh, Detroit, um, Atlanta, I guess. Um, even the Raiders are coming up. I think they're the next four, five, six, seven, eight. I think they're the next four picks, those teams. And the Raiders have Jimmy, um, but they might pick someone maybe to be Jimmy's understudy for like a year, maybe challenge for a starting job. And then like Atlanta had like a late draft pick from last year. Um, Seattle have Gino, who did well. Um, but like, again, they might still pick someone. But basically none of them did. Okay. Um, so Levis was sat there um, in the green room. Like you can, you know, watch his face comes up on screen a lot. He probably like wasn't having the wasn't best day. <laughs> he was not having a good Every pick that wasn't him, his face comes up, just looking sad. Where did he end up going? Like 10? He went, he went at 33. Oh, that is so, rough. If your maths is correct, that is the second day. So that's early round two. And everyone thought he could go with any of the other good quarterbacks in like top five. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, it was a bit of a surprise. Um, like Tennessee ended up taking him at thirty three. They were probably presumably yeah. pretty happy that he stayed in for that long. Yeah, like in I think in my draft I had him go into Indianapolis at four. Um In your draft? I did a mock draft. Ah, so you made predictions. 
Yeah. Can you predict people swapping on the mock draft? Yeah, you, I mean, you can do what you want. That'd be a bit risky, I, but... It's hard to predict. I mean, so we can talk about my, my mock draft because, yeah, you no want one else to. Um, <laughs> but mock drafts are so hard. Is it like just, an app or something, or do you just write it down on bit paper? Um, you can do app. I just wrote it down on my notes page. Okay. Um, but, like, it is really hard because... Once swaps happen, everything has a knock on effect with everything else. And like, yeah, trades mess things up. So it's like to get the pick right, um, a lot of the time you need because the chance are everything to that point isn't gonna go well. So for you to get that say number fifteen pick right, unless things have gone roughly as expected above that, then like it's not gonna line up right. Like you might have him as like your second ranked corner. But maybe if the first round corner didn't go earlier, then if they take a corner, they'll take that guy. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So if things go wrong, they go very wrong very quickly. Um, Presumably you got your first two right, though. Nope. You got your first one right? Got the first one right. I got. What do you think he was going to do, number two? Do you think he was going to go for the defensive play he went for at three? The Texans? Yeah, I think so. I think I had them taking Will Anderson Jr., I'll get it up on my phone. I think I had them taking Will Anderson Jr. at two. And that's the edge that went at three. Yeah, sorry. So that's I feel the... like that's sort of right. Because they did. Yeah, so. What would suck is they if they got two next to each other, they still have to give them a number, two and three, because that's how much they get paid, isn't it? Um, yeah, I actually don't know how the contracts work. Because that would suck. Because it's just like you got to pick one of the two, but you want them yeah. both like basically as much. I think, yeah, if they knew they were going to do that, I think even if you prefer the defensive player, it's like, well, if I could only pick one, I'd take Will Anderson. I think you'd still pick the quarterback at two just to make sure they're happy. Because, yeah, <laughs> I guess, yeah, you want In them to be confident more. more. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So the way I did this draft was obviously I did it, wrote it down. I mean, obviously I don't know anything about anything, so I was just basing it on what other people have said. Yeah. Um, and just like, oh, this team could really do with a receiver, and then find out who people think are the best receivers, and then just like, oh, that one sounds about right. Um, Is there anything you got like that you're really impressed that you got? How yeah, many so rounds did got, you do? I need the first. Anything beyond the first would be crazy. To be <laughs> honest, anything beyond the top ten was crazy. Um, so the way I marked it, I was... I love I was, that you've marked your own work. Uh, so... You're like, no one else has any interest in this. <laughs> so not only am I going to do it on my own, I've also got to mark my own stuff. Well, because I want to be able to compare how well I did to the last year. Because I did one last year. <laughs> Such a nerd. Go on then. How do you yeah. mark it? Explain your marking um, scheme to me. So I was watching, while I was watching the first round, there was a live stream that Around the NFL were doing, like this podcast that I listen to. So I was watching that, like at the same time I was watching the draft. And they, on their stream, had two mock drafts that the podcaster and the producer of the podcast were like competing to see who did better. And the way they were marking it, that's how I've, adapted, how I've adopted my marking scheme. So you get three points 
if you get the right player to the right team in the right spot. Yeah. And you get two points if you match the team and the player but in the wrong spot. What do you mean? Wrong spot. So if So if you thought that would happen at like five but end up happening at ten. So if you think Houston Texans will take Will Anderson Jr. at two and they take Will Anderson Jr. at three, okay. you get two points. Okay. Uh, do you know how many points I got in total? Bear there are thirty one picks in the first round. Potential ninety three points. Yeah, I'm not afraid. <laughs> uh, I reckon you got like eight. Oh, I got ten. <laughs> oh, pretty close guess. Yeah, I mean, it does sound ridiculously difficult. Yeah, I mean, especially, I mean, ten points, obviously not good. So I got, obviously got two bang on and two sort of a bit right. Um, but bear in mind, everyone knew Bryce Young was going to one anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah. As soon as a swap happens, though, it's just ruined two of your guesses. Or can you then re-guess? Um, yeah, so, yeah, trades mess things up. Because um, you said yeah, they obviously... had a pick at 12 Texans and then they swapped for three. So that's mm-hmm. messed up your, yeah. your pick for 12 and it's messed up your pick for three. So that's two of yep. the 31 you're definitely going to get wrong. Yeah. Unless you're I, like the highest IQ person ever and you've managed to figure out I reckon Texans are gonna swap with whoever it was. Whoever yeah, had three. Exactly. Yeah. So like um for example here, I had Will Levis going at four to Indianapolis. That didn't happen. They took Anthony Richardson. So I get my fourth one wrong and I had Anthony Richardson going at twelve. So I get that wrong as well. Do you know what I mean? So you can quite quickly cross out a lot of your guesses. <laughs> yeah. Um, what 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 got you points then? Obviously, we know Bryce Young got you points, and you got two points for the for Will Anderson. For Will Anderson. Yeah. Um, I got three for Bijan Robinson to Atlanta Falcons. He was a running back prospect, um, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, he's like one of the best players in the whole draft, like top five players in the draft, but it's like, because running backs have less value, it's like, well, where's he actually going to be drafted? Yeah. Because people don't value the running back as highly. So he went eight, which is pretty good. Um, That's very good for running back. Yeah. So there's two running backs taken in the first round, actually. Um, It's quite impressive. But yeah, so I got him, and then I guessed, I said that uh, Pittsburgh would take an offensive tackle called Broderick Jones at 17, and the Pittsburgh Steelers traded up to 14 to take him. Okay. Um, so. Two yeah. points there. Two points there, exactly. Um, Got another question. Yeah, fire away. Did Eagles have any first round picks? And if so, who'd they get? Yeah, so these are one of the things I was going to, because I knew you'd be interested in Eagles. Eagles, I think, did very well. That's what we so, like to hear. They had, they had the tenth overall pick. Um, I can't remember who they got that from. Um, okay, they traded for it. Yeah, yeah, like before, before draft day. Like, yeah, they've had that pick for a while. But um, they said the tenth overall pick, um, and they ended up picking Jalen Carter. They ended up trading at one to nine to pick Jalen Carter. Um, 
is a defensive tackle from Georgia. But um, a lot, <laughs> a lot of people thought that he was like the maybe number one player in the whole draft. Like a, a few months ago, he was nice. like right up there. Um, had some, he got into like some shit with um, with the law. So oh, he, well, we don't care about that. He was at some like, drag football. racing event thing. Um, I okay. guess in Atlanta. Um, I'd actually know where. But someone got killed at the event. Um, okay. And then he, he, I don't think he was even charged in the end. But he was like he was there. brought in for questioning or something. Yeah. So there was some question marks about that kind of off the field stuff. Um, which is maybe why he slid yeah. down to From nine. Round one to nine. Yeah, so a lot of, I mean, a lot of people still had him really high, but most people thought he'd be taken by the Seahawks at five. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the fact that he got all the way down to nine is a bit of a steal. Where did you so, put him going in your guess? Seahawks I think at five. five? Yeah. Um, so that's a bit of a win. For you guys, yeah, um, and then things have like off, like uh, stuff that gets you in trouble, not game related. It's like you, you get those players like reduced then because mm. it's all got bad name, but it doesn't mean they're any worse at playing, yeah. So it's like when you in a supermarket, like the packaging's dodgy, yeah, <laughs> it's like. A result. I'd have dodgy packaging every day of the week and have cheaper stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here's your, you know, your keg, the, your Kellogg's crunch nut cornflakes, but the box is a bit twisted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's obviously good. And then back at their actual pick, their like 30th, 30th pick. Yeah. Um, they picked Nolan Smith, who is an edge rusher. So like a defensive end, I guess. Maybe linebacker. But um yeah, an edge rusher also from Georgia. Oh, um, so got some chemistry. Yeah, but Nolan Smith was again predicted to go higher, maybe like ten, fifteen. Um so to get him at thirty is is lucky. I'm trying to see where did I I mocked him to Tampa Bay at nineteen. Okay. Um but yeah, so another steal and another Georgia player. Ah, good uh, um, good draft day for Eagles. Good draft day for Eagles. Good draft day for Georgia, I guess. Yeah. Who uh, do you reckon had a, the worst draft day? Do you reckon anyone really cocked up? Oh, good question. Um, and the inverse, who do you reckon had the best? Well, I mean, Eagles probably had one of the best, certainly. Okay. Um... I like what the Texans did, do their two and three, but like, yeah, to get that number three pick, they did pay quite a bit. Um, so is that what so, they did? They didn't trade players; they gave them money. No, but what well, I mean, pay like in picks. So they think I can't remember what they gave, but they think probably a first round next year, um, okay. and maybe I can't remember, or maybe a third. Um, so obviously, only time will tell how valuable. Uh, Will Anderson Jr. is going to be. But, um, 
Yeah, I don't really know who did badly. It's hard to compare. Obviously, San Francisco didn't have any picks until right at the end of the third. So because they traded him last year, or like a few years before. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so they traded the first round pick in order to move up in the draft to get Trey Lance two years ago, and they traded their second, third, and fourth to Carolina for Christian McCaffrey in the season. It's gone. Okay. So I mean, if you just look at the players San Francisco got in the draft. You'd think they did the worst. You, you'd be like, oh, they didn't do very well. But then if you think, you can kind of think of it as like, well, you can think they also got Trey Lance. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. there's value there. Um, but no, I don't really know who did badly. Um, I guess time will tell. Um, I think the Lions, a lot of people like what the Lions did, but they picked quite a few players who I had falling further on my board. So okay. um, they picked the running back, Jamal Gibbs, at like 15. I can't remember where they picked. It wasn't 15, like 17 or something. I had him going 30 or maybe like the beginning of the second round. So maybe that's like not good value. Yeah. But if another team was going to take him, do you know what I mean? If they need a running back and... He was going to go otherwise. Yeah. Well, that's something. They didn't. They didn't really need a running back. Um, oh yeah, this is. Oh my god. Yeah. So this is another thing related to Eagles. So the Lions had have two decent running backs. They had two called Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. They traded or released Jamal Williams in the offseason. He's now with the Saints. Um, and then they signed. I want to say David Montgomery, I can't remember, another running back who was like starting caliber, but nothing special, but like a decent running back. Paid him a fair amount of money. So David Montgomery and DeAndre Swift. And then they drafted Jamal Gibbs, uh, whatever I just said, like 17th or whatever. Yeah, overall. around there. Running back. Um, And then once they did that, they then traded DeAndre Swift, who played for Georgia, to, you guessed it, the Philadelphia Eagles. Bloody hell. So Eagles just got a Georgia team, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's weird? You know what I, how I was describing that these Georgia players kind of fell further than people thought, and then the Eagles picked them up? Yeah. That's exactly what happened last year. They chose two Georgia defenders, one in the first round, one in like the second or third, um, Jordan Davis and the Kobe Dean, I think. Um, they got them later than they thought they would, and they picked two Georgia defenders. Okay. Uh, Eagles so, have this strategy then. Yeah. And like, they also picked a Georgia cornerback in the fourth round, who a lot of people thought would go in the second. Like, it's mental. And the good thing is for... It makes sense for Eagles, for Eagles but it's just confusing why no one else is taking... Yeah, players. I don't, I don't understand it. Like, yeah, and Georgia are the two-time national champions. Like, they won the last two championships. Um, well, and you know, if you go to Georgia, you're gonna, defense. you're gonna have if your defense is playing, you go to Georgia. You know, you're gonna have a good time because you're gonna win the championship, and then you're gonna play for Eagles. <laughs> That's <laughs> almost right. almost certain. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exciting times. Okay, yeah, that's cool. 
Um, yeah, and San Francisco picked a kicker with their third round pick. Well, one of their third round picks. So that was their very first pick. Well, they had three picks right at the end. They had three picks right at the end of the third round. Okay. Um, they traded up with one, but I need to trade up like 10 spaces from like 100 and some end to like 87 or something. Um, so they did that and they dropped a safety um, called Jaya Brown. Um, it looks nice. Obviously, I don't know anything about these guys, but people seem excited by that pick. So that's good. And then at 99, they picked a kicker, Jake Moody um, from Michigan. Which okay. is it's always a bit controversial when you take a kicker early in the draft. Um, so was that the earliest kicker chosen? Yeah, that was the first kicker off the board. Yeah, it is a bit crazy at different positions. So even if you're the best kicker in the world... You're mm. probably going like a hundred picks after the best quarterback in the world. Yeah, which is just yeah, it makes yeah. it does make sense obviously because they are far less important. But yeah, and it's like yeah, it all comes down to like value, like how like if you wanted to get one of free agency, like can you get one? How much would it cost you? All these sorts of things. But um, yeah, the Niners had like an aging kicker, Robbie Gold, who was pretty good. Uh, was struggling a bit with the longer kicks, um, and now they've drafted his replacement. So, yeah. as long as he's good, works out. Just got to kick the ball in it, easy. Just got to kick it through the thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, decent. Decent, yeah. So, exciting times. Exciting times. Um but yeah, so there's a couple of bits of news that happened before the draft um, that you won't know about. Regarding because... swaps, trades? No, no, regarding quarterback contracts. Okay. So the one that most interests you will be that Jalen Hurts has been given a big extension. Nice, I like him. So yeah, five-year deal. Um, I can't remember exactly the details, but it was like basically it was like 180 million guaranteed over five years. Um, and Maybe I think if are. he earns all his incentives, he'll get like 50 million a year, so like 250 million over the five years. Yeah, not bad that. Not bad, not a bad little money maker. Um, so that's good for the Eagles. Obviously, he'll be there as long. Well up to five years now so yeah that's cool and then just before the draft started like a day two days before um lamar jackson that we have spoken about yeah. um got a long-term deal from the baltimore ravens okay so there was all that talk we had about him maybe moving why aren't teams going in for him he's staying in baltimore he got a big deal Basically, he basically got the same contract as Jalen has. Um, okay. So that's exciting. So there was no... So it's all big news, but it, the news is they're staying where they are for a long time. Yeah. Rather than swapping. But obviously, that it was in the air what was going to happen. Yeah. So a lot of people thought Lamar would move. And then as time went on, it became increasingly more likely that he would stay. Um, so he stayed... I think part of it is that the Ravens signed 
um, Odell Beckham. Okay. Um, so, you know, you make quarterbacks happy by signing receivers and offensive linemen and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think, and a lot of people would say that the Ravens overpaid a bit for Odell Beckham, but it might have been the difference between Lamar staying or not. So It might be worth paying that mm, to get him to stay. Yeah. So a good week for the Ravens because they drafted a receiver in the first round as well. So which they needed. They they didn't really have any receivers last year. They had a good tight end. Um, and that was about it. So okay. a good week for the Ravens, definitely. Um, yeah, and then the big news, which everyone knew was coming, but I don't think I've actually told you yet, um, was that Aaron Rodgers has officially been traded to the New York Jets. Right. Are we going to do... We will do a whole episode about Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Because um, I was going to ask questions, but I will wait until yeah. we do an episode um, on it. Okay, yeah, that's so cool. that's exciting. Um, and then, yeah, so that became official only f- a few days before the draft. Um, but like for over a month, we've known it's been happening. Um, so is the draft the end of like the transfer window? No. Okay. No. When does that end? Uh, that ends mid-season, I think. Um, unless it closes uh, okay. and reopens again. But um, yeah, obviously, if you want like a big piece, then for like salary structure and who you want to draft, you want to get done before the draft so you can plan. Yeah. Um, so we're not expecting any big changes from now. No, I Unlikely. think most of the quarterbacks are settled. Um, we know, I mean, there's a few that might move. So Ryan Tannehill at the Titans um, is obviously a decent level quarterback. He might move. A lot of people have said he might go to the Falcons. Um, is he their starting? He's their starter, yeah, but they, the thing is he, they've now they, drafted Will Levis. In they run a lot in second. as well. Yeah, they, they give the Henry. ball to Derek Henry, so... I guess you don't need the top of the top quarterback. No, but if I mean, if you want to just to run, if you want to win the Super Bowl, you need a top quarterback. Yeah, like, um, and I no guess one's it, really been successful without that. I mean, the Niners had Brock, who was probably not top top level and did pretty well. And there are a few examples, but on the whole, the best teams have the best quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, I guess even if you was planning to run it a lot, you'd want a good quarterback because then they don't know you're going to run. Mm. Yeah. If you've got a rubbish quarterback or if even if you're throwing it straight to a running back, then it's like, well, they're going to run, so we don't need to put men deep. We can just... Yeah, exactly. A lot of like tactics comes down to like the balance of run versus pass. Yeah. Um, People have to be scared that you might run or that you might pass and have exactly, people yeah. to block that. And then those people aren't mm. blocking what you end up going for. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Got to keep defense on their toes. Yeah. Yeah, boy. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Cool. Um, do you have any more questions about the draft? I mean, most of what I wrote down to talk about We've already spoken about because it's all first round stuff. Anything that surprised you in terms of maybe like 
where positions tended to go? Because that stuff I always find interesting. Yeah, that's true. So I'd not really, obviously, I watched the draft last year, but I hadn't really thought about it. And then I remember you asking me this question sort of earlier about how much each position is valued. Um, and yeah, so in the first round, obviously, you get top level quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, your edges. Tend to, your edges, yeah, which are, I think, mainly defensive end, but mainly, but maybe a a few like outside linebackers as well, um, but yeah, they're all just listed as the edge because I think they don't really know where they'll actually end up playing. Um, and then you get a lot of offensive linemen, especially tackles. Um, okay. So there was quite a run. Let's see if I can find it. There was quite a run on offensive tackles in the draft. Um, well, where it was like five or ten in a row, where teams just kept taking. Yeah, well, not not that many in a row, but yeah, um, quite. A, let's see if I can find it. And it worked out pretty badly for the Jets. Um, did they need one, and then they were the bottom of the like run? Yeah. So um, the first tackle went at six to Arizona, um, and then you had one at ten to the Bears, eleven to the Titans. Although he might play guard, but yeah, same kind of position. And then, okay, it wasn't actually that much of a run. And then Broderick Jones went to 14, um, and everyone kind of thought the Jets wanted him at 15. Okay. Um, but, I mean, one of the reasons that seems so unlucky is that in order to get Aaron Rodgers, the Jets traded their first-round pick with the Packers. So they just moved from 13 to 15. They just Oh, no. But obviously they Spot, could have got uh, their guy at thirteen. They could have got him. So, um, and in the fourteenth spot was New England, um, who obviously are in the same division as the Jets. Um, so the guy they, who they want is now playing against them. No, no, no. Sorry, I wasn't clear. So, um, uh, so obviously the Jets wanted Roger Jones. He's the only tackle, well, he's the only top top level tackle left on the board. It gets to 14. New England probably aren't going to take a tackle. They trade out of it, give it to Pittsburgh, who uh, trade up, take the tackle in front of the Jets. So do you think part of the motivation for trading that pick was to stop their, someone they're going to play a few times getting a good tackle? Um, it probably wasn't in their thinking that much, but it's certainly a bonus. Yeah. Oh, actually, they still got a, they still got a good player. They still I think they picked an edge rusher um, in the end, but yeah, and the, the Jets wanted a tackle. Obviously, they've got Aaron Rodgers coming, yeah. So they want to protect him. He's old, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, want some big boys so, yeah. in front of him. Sorry, want some big boys in front of him, protecting big him. boys in front of him, and yeah, options out wide. So. Yeah, so a lot of like a lot of tackles go early, edge rushes, um, a few defensive tackles as well, um, and then probably like wide receivers and corners. Um, but they... there was a bit of a, a bit of a run on wide receivers as well, like okay. four in a row in the first round. And what sort um, of positions don't get picked to like maybe second or third? Yeah, so obviously, like, running backs tend to go lower. Um, 
Obviously, we had two in the first round this year. Um, but uh, linebackers, okay. uh, lower down. Tight ends, normally lower down, but we had, everyone was saying we had like, one of the best tight end classes this year. Okay. Um, so we, I can't remember how many we had in the first. I had three in my mock. I think they might have only actually been one in the end. But um, yeah, normally they'll be second round, maybe third. Um, so your tight ends will be lower, linebackers, safeties, pretty low. Um, I mean, I think you do find that a lot of like corners who play corner in college come to the NFL and then end up playing safety. Okay. Um, but that's not always true. And yeah, obviously there are safeties that come to the NFL and play safety. Um, they tend to get drafted later. I think San Francisco took a safety at like 87 or whatever. That was, I think, only the second safety off the board, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think the other guy might not even end up playing safety, might end up playing nickel. So we'll see. Yeah, so safeties are lower. Is anyone I'm not said? Um, yeah, someone like, yeah, so on the, on the offensive line, the tackles tend to go earlier than the interior guys. Okay. Okay. Um, the lower down the draft board you get, the more teams just take what they need. Yeah, it's less um, about how who's valued high. And yeah. Just, yeah. Um, we need a center, so we'll take a center. That sort of stuff. Yeah, and especially because like a lot of it's about like forward planning rather than like oh we need like when you get further down the draft board. I mean, like. A, if you picked a receiver, he's probably not going to be like your best receiver. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's about saying, okay, well, we've got a decent, maybe we've got a decent tight end, but they're getting old. Their contract runs out next year. So you draft them now, and then they have a year. You have a year to like coach them how you want, yeah. get them to know the playbook and stuff. And then by the time you actually need them, they're decent players. That's the idea. Um, so like the Niners have one of the best tight ends in the league, George Kittle. But in this draft, they drafted two. Okay. Um, so just ready for any moves on. Yeah, partly. I mean, part of it they'll play because sometimes you have two tight ends on the field. Obviously, they're special teams, um, so they they will be useful this season at least a bit. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of it is more forward planning for when he moves. Out. I don't know how old he is. I think he's probably like thirty-one, something like that. Yeah. Um, not too old, but yeah, Titans take a bit of a battering to not to play, um, particularly late into their thirties. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Um. But yeah, cool. Okay. Um. So that's the draft. I mean, one thing that is weird about the draft is like I don't really know who. Like, what I want to know is how much do like American football fans. Like people in America, I mean, right? How much do they know about like the prospects that are coming through? Yeah, how many they, of their I names are like household names? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I know you like, knew, the top, like the top, top, top guys, five or ten or whatever. Yeah, but whether they know like the same, or if they know most people are going the first, or whether they know like the top hundred. Yeah, I like, guess it depends how many. How big college football is there? 
Yeah, I mean, because if you watch that every big. week, then you're basically going to know them as well as you know all the NFL players. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I kind of assume. I mean, if you watch college football, the stadiums are massive and full. Um, yeah, all the time. Well, let's say all the time. The big games, like the big teams. I mean, um, are always massive, always full. Like um, Pitt, the Pittsburgh. I can't even. I don't know what they're called. Panthers, maybe. Um, they play in the same stadium as the Steelers, and they fill it. So yeah, crazy. Like, it's yeah. The so people I guess, that play for teams like that really top, like Pittsburgh mm, and Georgia, or whoever. Yeah, they must. Yeah, they're be probably like, well known. That's yeah. True. Which is crazy because yeah. how young can you be if starting uh, in college football? Could you in theory be like eighteen? Yeah. Oh, to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to be playing in college, yeah, I think eighteen. Um, Imagine being like famous need at least. from playing yeah. football at eighteen, man. and that's before you're like professional, isn't it? Yeah, I don't even know if I don't know if they're paid in college. I don't know. I think because they call like the NFL the pros, right? It's just like they're not pros. Yeah, I know they get like a full scholarship, so they get like. Obviously, the tuition they paid for and probably some like living costs. Yeah, but I don't think they get a proper salary. Do I they the get top certain top get like perks. sponsorships? Will they get like uh, I don't know? Uni give them like cars and stuff. Um, maybe. I don't know. It's obviously it's quite competitive, like recruitment process. Yeah, where, like so it's quite prospects at a high school will get like recruited by lots of different schools. And that all the schools will be trying to sell their school as the best place to go. Which I but guess I most of that is just to, like, to say our team is better up. than their team. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're good in high school, you want to play for you want to play for the best school, and then you're going to be seen by more of the NFL teams. Mm. Yeah, it's hard. It's a tricky one.